Hello and welcome to Two Filthy Nerds. We filthy and we are nerds. And guess what? There is dose of us. Yeah, for now. For Who now. knows what will happen until I commit seppuku? 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 What is, is that a thing? I was just gonna say until we get. Taken away by Halloween ghosts and goose and ghouls. We're doing Halloween fine goose. Over oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing totally fine. I was attacked by a Halloween goose. Oh. <laughs> a geese. It's just go- one. It was a. G- Wait. The Halloween goose has got me. <laughs> the goose has done gotcha. <laughs> it's a goosey gander. Uh, geesey gander? Goosey ge- gander. Geese, geesey gander? It takes two goose to gander, I uh, think is the thing. It, is that what it is? Because I don't know. What is gandering anyway? I don't know. Take a gander at that. Is it like looking? I think gander is luck. Let's take a gander over at these geese. Um, oh. Wait, I'm trying to remember. Wait. We've derailed okay. immediately. Immediately. But wait, I'm trying to remember. I feel like there was a, 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 a gander. Take a gander at these ga- gander gams? at these gams. That's what well, it look is. Look at these legs, Gander, boys. I was like, yeah, legs. It's a word for gams. Yeah, yeah. Gander at these gams. Amazing. Boys. But, yes. Before we dive into our, uh, we're running our filthy mouths, which we're very excited about. We just wanted to let you guys know, first of all, we're back, baby. Uh, sorry. Slight, no need to be sorry. A little, a little hiccup. <sighs> Nicole hit a brief hiccup and she had to deal with it because family comes before podcast because we haven't fully snapped. Uh, fully um, snapped, yes. And we're going to finish these two episodes. We have two more episodes for The Order of the Phoenix. And then I will remind you at the end of this, but we will be doing a brief palate cleanser from Harry Potter uh, with Halloween stuff. We're going to get Samantha Hale, our good friend who's a hilarious comedian who's an absolute Scream Queen fanatic. Uh, I think that is such a weird thing to be like you're just like love balls deep into horror films it's so funny because you really see it come out at halloween but i have multiple friends who are like wow your personality is halloween yeah that girl you used to live with fucking i've never met anybody who is more obsessed with halloween oh yeah my old la roommate that's so funny because my first roommate in college who is still a dear friend Brittany, is also very halloweeny but yes that roommate had i'm not kidding I had an LA roommate who was so obsessed with Halloween. She had a full storage, a full storage unit of Halloween shit filled with Halloween decorations. And she turned into like, look, I know we shouldn't throw around the word Nazi because frankly, it's unfair to the hard work the Nazis did. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Especially when it comes to this person, (laughs) but like, cause it's like, come on. But she, she like went into like overlord, mode when decorating i was like oh I'll have- it's cr- it was crazy to she me was like, help me and we like covering the walls so she stuff. subjected you to it i mean it was literally it honestly it was the least i could do but it was terrifying but you like halloween halloween's I a thing en- for you i enjoy halloween wait Wh- didn't she also get a custom-made halloween costume every year every year for i think thousands of dollars crazy to wear once which it's like i guess if you have so much money I'm sorry. She it's not her money. If your parents if your have so much, money, so much money, yeah, that like they're just like I just ah, I don't know what to do with all this money. I don't know what to do with all my parents' money. Ah, there's just too much of it. It's just too much parental money. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I, I, well, I guess why wouldn't you go balls to the wall with a costume? I 
I get, I don't I, get it. I mean, I'll never get it, but like, I'll probably also never have money. So yes, you will have money. Um, and you won't waste it on Halloween shit because you don't hate your money. I just can't imagine like stepping over homeless people to go get sized for my costume. In and Los that Angeles. is, and I know where she get the cost. She got the costumes made. So you, she did have to step over <laughs> a, a homeless or two. Um, but uh, yeah, no, sh- she was just fully loaded Halloween and I love Halloween, which is, Interesting because as you guys will find out when we do the Halloween movies with our friend Samantha Hale, uh, I hate horror movies. I'm terrified of them, but I'm going to suck it up and watch these iconic ones. But I like the spirit of Halloween. But you grew up with, uh, you were in a Halloween household. Yes. I, I nearly had, I had one year where I nearly didn't get Halloween and it's because my mom was in a psych ward and my grandma was watching us and she's like, you can't go out on Halloween. Your mom's sick. And I'm like, I'm sorry, is trick-or-treating going to... Make my mom's condition worse. I and mean, then, like a hero, this is the shi- one of my shining moments of my, my relationship with my mom. Just before the dusk, when kids start hitting the neighborhood, who should roll up in her Subaru but my mom, who had probably prematurely checked herself out of a oh, psych ward. Let's go, Mama, kids! Mama fled the coop! We're trick-or-treating! One flew out of the cuckoo's nest. <laughs> and home just in time. Oh, one flew out of the cuckoo's nest! <laughs> no, but yeah, oh, we did I the... think that might be some of your best work ever. Thank you. It's, it's a low bar, but I have appreciate you, it. Have you ever said that before? Is that your first no, time saying it? No, it's my first time saying it, but I feel like one I need to put a pin in this. One flew out of the cuckoo's nest. Yeah. I forgot that story till just now. Because oh, I remember... I just remember as a young child being like, is it like my dad had just left. My mom went off her fucking rocker like nuts. My mom was in and out of a psych ward for the full like two years before we, you know, before she finally gained some sanity and drove us across the country to Alaska. (laughs) She's like, we're out of here. Let's go to a remote area where nothing happens. Nobody knows me. But yeah, it was, it's like, haven't I been through enough? Can I just have some fucking candy? By the way, I'm imagining your mom showing up with like the straight jacket, like loose and like just these tattered sleeves, like just hanging at her, whipping him around like, hey, kids. And just mama's back. <laughs> like, <laughs> and she goes around trick or treating with you. And they're like, oh, that's so cute. You're an escaped escaped med- from a mental institution patient. And she's like, uh-huh. uh-huh. It's my costume. Fun cost. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. My mom would do that shit. I swear to God, I could be wrong. And she will correct me because she listens to this. If I am, I, remember her standing outside of the hospital in a hospital a backless hospital gown just ass in the wind <laughs> with an IV in her arm shoeless smoking a cigarette be- way, going everyone in here is crazy I mean one guy th- he's like he thinks he's the mayor and I'm like okay well let's fucking not throw stones assless cigarette lady <laughs> this is supposed to be a Halloween though that's for another bitch at another time by the way, the idea of your mom being assless, you just plagiarized that. Your whole assless across America was just because your mom was assless in Mississippi. No, I mean, she, was, she wasn't pantsless. I mean, she was pantsless, but she was also bottomless completely. She was just <laughs> one sheet to the wind, and that sheet was a hospital gown. Because <laughs> uh, she couldn't stop getting three sheets to the wind, so she had to physically... <laughs> Uh, she had to be she had to lock herself up in a place that would not give her booze for her to not drink booze oh, so but wait funny. you are not a Halloween person not a Halloween person I hate Halloween I think it's stupid but I also didn't grow up with uh, I wasn't allowed to go trick-or-treating number so one tell me about this why this is the, crazy this is some I, crazy shit I want to go on record before we move on it's not because you had a like what what would look like a dangerous neighborhood I've been no. to your neighborhood it's, it no. seems like a a very nice place to trick-or-treat yeah it seems okay for those just listening and also just if you that's all you can do is listen 
if you saw Nicole's house, you'd be like, oh, this is a full-size candy bar house. And yeah. people who trick-or-treat know what I'm talking about. You're like, that is inside trick-or-treat. But you go, this family is giving us full-size candy. I better get a caramel apple from, dipped in fucking candies. Like, I actually know what you're talking about because the... Once I got older, I was allowed to go trick-or-treating. But when I was younger, I wasn't allowed to go trick-or-treating. And why is and that? And there was one neighborhood we went to where they were giving away caramel apples that had been rolled in candy. And we were like, damn, dude, this is intense. It's a lo- That's like, that is a family that loves Halloween. Yeah. Like, you have to love Halloween yeah. a lot to like... That was, the, that was the family that answered the door in costume with sound effects and a smoke machine coming out. Like, oh my God, you only had one family that did that? <laughs> there was only one family in the, in the neighborhood. I mean, I was, I was also trick-or-treating in like Jewish neighborhoods neighborhoods like Jews, mean, Jews aren't like we went all out for Purim by the time by the time Halloween rolls around we're like we blew our nut already oh my god that's so funny I feel like the neighborhoods I went to in Alaska it's like there are families that can barely feed their kids and they blew their entire monthly income on a small a fog machine <laughs> like that is that was the funny thing about Alaska it wasn't even a fog machine they just took ice from outside oh, right. and brought it well, inside in Alaska it's already fucking winter time mm-hmm. by Halloween so like in Mississippi, you have your cute costumes. You walk around. There's it's, mm-hmm. you know, fall weather in Alaska. You're in a snowsuit and you put like a mask on and you're like, yeah. I'm Spider-Man. You have to size up on your costume every year because you have to get it over a snowsuit. Yeah. I remember what, like one Halloween because we just instead, go of, instead of a sexy nurse, it's always a fat nurse. You're just a fat everything. But you're just like you're a, <laughs> I, you just have to incorporate your costume into your suit. Like my mom being the gracious poor mother she is instead of me getting snow pants and a separate coat she was like how efficient here's a full size purple snowsuit and I was like great I'll never make friends again when I moved to Alaska so I was like I guess I'm just fat Barney this year and that's how it has to be I remember I had your a- mom is a fucking treasure I know she's definitely one of a kind every time you share a story about your mom I understand why more and more you are a fucking lunatic of a human being (laughs) thank you I remember wait this is not about my mom but I have to share it because I don't know when we'll talk about Halloween again one Halloween my one of my really close friends in middle school Amber her uncle who was either just having a night or very I mean it's not uncommon in Alaska to be a complete alcoholic mm-hmm. maniac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his name was Eddie. Um, and I apologize if alcoholic you're Eddie. Amber. Um, and you're upset, but it's a funny story. I remember we're like walking around the neighborhood and he was like, fuck this. We're going to the hillside. He like where the big house, like bigger houses are. He, I'm pretty sure he was drunk and we all got in the back of his truck and he's like, get in kids. We're getting, the night is not over. Like, I think we was like stayed out to like a weird hours. Just I'm just imagining you getting in the back of a pickup truck, just like little kids loose in the back of a pickup truck with, <laughs> On the, ice. with, the, with the Confederate flag back there. He's like, just move the flag over. No Confederate flag. He was a native Alaskan. Okay. But, never mind. Never mind. He but didn't there like was that a flag. frightening totem pole. Um, <laughs> I was like, wait, I thought that was someone in costume. Uh, no, he, but <laughs> we drove all over the city <laughs> and we were like, this is so cool. But in retrospect, I'm like, I'm pretty sure we were in so much danger. So much in the back danger. Of that truck. So much danger. He's like skidding. Like, Wee! you guys are just rolling around in Happy the back. Happy Halloween. It was probably the best Halloween I've ever probably, had. Probably. I mean, it sounds incredible. But wait, I'm sorry. I bogarted it's a okay. lot of the time. It's Why no Halloween? Okay, so here, here's what I found out. By the way, two years ago, I learned this. 
two years ago, I learned this. Number one, there was this whole rumor that like people were putting razor blades in candy. That was one thing. So anytime I did go trick or treating, once I was allowed to go, uh, my mom had to check all the candy or whoever's friend's house I slept over at that mom had to check all the candy. But one of the big reasons I was, if I could interrupt just really quickly, Mm -hmm. because this is good, but for those who may not know, uh, Parents are not checking really for razors. They're taking all the good candy. Yeah, yeah taking anyway, all the good candy. Yeah, absolutely. A thousand percent. But I found out two years ago, I was on a date with a guy when I was back home in Michigan and we were driving by uh, the street I grew up on. Like when I was, a, I was a, before you moved from here. one to seven, from okay. one to seven, the house that I lived in was on a street called Bruce Lane and Bruce we're driving, mm-hmm, we're driving by <laughs> Bruce Lane. I go, Oh, that's the, that's the street I grew up on Bruce Lane. And he goes, you grew up on Bruce Lane. And I was like, what? Yeah, I, from one to seven, I lived on Bruce Lane. F- from birth to seven, yeah, I lived on Bruce Lane. And he's like, oh my God, the Oakland County Killer. And I was like, what? O- o- Oakland County Killer? I've never heard of this. He goes, yeah, there was a serial killer in the eight, er, 1980 who was kill- capturing kids, kidnapping kids, murdering them, and then dumping their bodies different places. But what was really fucked up about what he was doing is he would find out what the kid's favorite meal was, <gasps> feed them their favorite meal and then kill them immediately after. So their favorite meal would be found in their stomach. So that during the autopsy, when the coroner was like, Oh, they had this in their stomach. The parents would hear it and would be devastated that they got, yeah, it was like so fucked up. Anyways, he, one of the bodies he dumped was literally 50 yards from our house on Bruce Lane. Oh, so your mom was like, my kids aren't going anywhere. Yeah, my mom's like, you're never allowed out of the house. Oh ever. my fucking so that's God. why I was, she never told he, you that? He, he, she never told me. By the way, he was never captured. Well, what are you going to say to your one-year-old kid? I would let you go, but there's a brutal serial killer. <laughs> that's what my mom would do. Somebody I'm murdered the kid. My mom, I'm surprised she didn't. <laughs> I know, me too. I'm surprised she wasn't like, Nikki. Nikki. There People is are being a- slashed out there. <laughs> you can't leave the house. They'll feed you ramen and then stab you in the stomach <laughs> and rape you. And it's because they're it's because you're Jewish. She would make it anti-Semitic, yeah, even though it's even everybody it hates Jews. Yes, obviously she has to make everything anti. That's what Jews do. We make everything that's anti-Semitic. But yeah, anyway, so I wasn't allowed to go any. I wasn't allowed, not at all. And I didn't know this until two years ago. And even after I came you- home, I came home and I was like, Mom, I was like, How did you never tell me about the Oakland County killer? Because he said, oh, the guy only said it was dumped. The body was dumped on Bruce Lane. Oh, wow. Because Bruce Lane at the time when we lived there had a swamp next to it. So he dumped the body in the swamp literally right next door to our house. So I came home and I was like, mom, how did you never tell me about the Oakland County killer? She goes, she goes, I, I," she's like, I thought I did. I was like, no, you never did. She's like, yeah, he dumped a child's body 50 yards from our house. What year did he get? Do we know what year he got captured? He never got captured. What? Wait, you want to get ready for this? Sandy no. Danto's Sandy Danto's grandpa or yeah Sandy Danto's grandpa was the uh, detective on the case never found never found the killer he fucking sucks at his job yeah <laughs> never found the fucking killer he just could be out there yeah they're they're making a Netflix uh, documentary about it right now oh that is terrifying yeah um, all right. Well, on that terrifying note, on that terrifying note, the Oakland County killer is still at large and they estimate he could still be alive. Uh, and they're assuming it's a man because that's so funny. My grandma was on a serial killer murder case. murder kids. Really? My grandma was in Alaska, which we'll talk about another time. And she fucking solved it. Um, um wow. Your, your grandpa and grandma, is she, how is she's dead? No, she's like 83. <gasps> I want to interview her about it. We need to get her over on this case. It's a cold case right now. Let's get her out there. Get her out there. Wheel grandma out to the Midwest. Anyway, we're right back. Uh, We'll take a break and we'll be back to talk about Harry motherfucking Potter. 
than ever. And we are getting into the meat of the Order of the Phoenix. We are on chapter 33 now. Fight and flight. So when we left off, there was the fiasco in Umbridge's office and Hermione lied to Umbridge and said that she would lead her to this weapon they've been working on for Dumbledore. So Fucking brilliant. Everyone's just in the dark. Um, by the way, I, uh, I knew what it was. I knew what she was going, I knew what she's doing. You knew immediately. Yeah, I called it, remember? Yeah, you did. When we did the live readings, you were like, I bet she's, you said, I bet she's taking them to Grop. Yeah, I, to the forest. Yes. Yes. I knew that they were going to go to the forest, but I said, I said they're, she's taking them to Grop and she's either going to go head to head with Grop or the Senators. I cannot. And I need to emphasize, cannot get over the way you say centaurs. <laughs> the Cinetars. I just can't stop picturing Mitch McConnell's flabby old body on a mule, like his upper torso, with his goobly gobbly turkey Goobble, neck chin on like a mule body. <laughs> I'm a Cinetar Senator as the Senator Mitch McConnell. I'm looking. Oh God! When you make fun of me for this, there's honestly nothing better. I mean, it's so funny. It's so funny. I can't believe I I'm do so it. wrong about know. everything that I have to cling to these moments when you mess up words. If you guys, okay, a lot of you aren't on the Patreon, but if you came to the Patreon live readings, you should sign up. We do live readings. We're gonna. We've got a bunch of uh, movie watches coming up uh, that you can watch along with us. Um, but the amount of times I stop and go. Nicole, how do you pronounce this word? Yeah, she doesn't know how to pronounce things. But you know what I am not afraid to do is go, I don't know how to pronounce this word. Yeah, and said, not fucking tribe over here barreling through uh (laughs) cinetars. I'm making up letters. I know. They're not even in there. Less is more. Cinetars. Cinetars. Tars. Tars, yeah. The Tars. These Tars. So I, I suspected she was going to be... It's like a slur for centaurs. I don't know. Anyways, Anyways, we're supposed to be moving on. We've so said nothing. So I called that. Harry had no idea. He's like following along. Hermione's Harry's like, what them. is she fucking up to? Absolutely. They've got, uh, they don't have their wands. Umbridge has wands pointed at their back. Very hostage situation. She wanted to take all the, the student. Oh, the students oh. wanted to go with her, but she was like, no. Oh, and yeah. Then- at first she was like, yes, but then somebody, was it Hermione who implied? Yeah. I mean, you can you could, totally trust them? You can totally trust them. And then Umbridge got in her head like, oh, oh I yeah, really, good call. Yeah. So it was just Umbridge, Harry, Hermione. That's it. And they're walking deep into the forest. And Harry's like, what the fuck is up? They've got wands to their back. And Harry starts thinking, OK, she's trying to lead us to Grop. But then they're going in a direction where he's like, this is not the way to Grop. And then suddenly a voice rings out. Who are you? And it's Megorian, who we met in our last encounter with a ton of centaurs. And Megorian's an asshole, right? Megorian. No, no. Who's the other? The other guy was the asshole one, the Not, big asshole. Uh, Bane. Bane. Bane's the big asshole. Bane. He's like named after a villain. I yeah. was born in the forest. Whatever. <laughs> That's my impression of Sam Tripoli doing anything. <laughs> so, as I assume Hermione suspected would happen, Umbridge goes, "Be very careful. By the laws laid down by the Department for the Regulation and Control of Magical Creatures, any attack by half breeds such as yourselves on a human." <laughs> Oh, oh, they're like, oh, bitch. Did you just call us half-breeds? Yeah, Bane is fucking Oh, Bane, Bane his half-breed ass is going crazy. Half-breeds. And like, uh, Umbridge. And she just doubles down, by the yeah, way. She, she just goes deeper into it. She's like, well, yes. Yes, as, as animals who have near-human intelligence. Near, they're like, of course, they're like, near-human, bitch. And they fucking. What? 
go in. They like all charge her. She's trying to stun them. They fucking lift her up and Bane is carrying Umbridge away just into the abyss. I can't wait to see that in the movie. I'm assuming they don't cut this scene in the movie. I fucking hope not. I don't know. I I am going to be motherfucking pissed. I want every scene with Umbridge needs to be in the movie because I need to hate her as much as possible. I love to hate her. I need to celebrate her. Any downfall. Yes. I mean, she, I think, is possibly the most hateable character ever written. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. I hate her more than Cersei Lannister. I hate her more than any character in Game of Thrones. Yeah. We're going to have to get someone on for Game of Thrones one day who hasn't yeah. watched it. Where are you? Who are you? What anyway, is wrong with you? I know. You fucking loser. Idiot. Anyways, they carry her away and then the other centaurs are kind of debating, okay, like, well, what do we do with What do we do two? with these? And they're like, we can't hit, we can't do anything to kids. They're kids. We don't, we don't hurt innocents. Yeah. And Ronan's like, we, you know, we don't attack uh, foals. Foals. That's what it is. Uh, which I called fowls. Fowls. Just to... Touch Full back foul, on potato, potato, kids. And then Ugh. another centaur is like, I mean, they're near adulthood. They are trespassing. They know yeah. better. And then they're all like debating this attack. And before they can attack them, they hear a massive crashing Wait, noise did they the get forest. their At that point, did they get their uh, wands back? No, not yet. Okay. Um, then they hear, they hear some shit crashing through. Trees start breaking. And then who could it be? I called it. It's Grop. And he comes in and he's like, <laughs> you Sorry. fucked your voice. I reading. blew so my voice she out. She blew her voice out, like her vocal cords out, like it was her fucking pussy. Like, honestly, th- we had to take a break no yeah, matter uh-huh. what because I literally. I made her tea because I'm a good friend. She did. And what have I done? Nothing. Nothing. Not a damn thing. Not a goddamn thing. I offered her her own bubbly, which I had to replace because yeah, yeah, I yeah. drank all the bubbly. I came back from uh, from being away and she's like, I drank one of your bubblies, so I bought you a whole case. And I've drank half of that. But I probably drink most of the case that I bought you. I would... It's, it's like, thank God I'm not a drug addict. Yeah, I, would, I mean, you are a drug addict. I mean, I am, but it's Diet Coke and bubbly. Yeah. So probably worse, arguably. Maybe get on uh, cocaine. You'll lose so much weight so fast, just like you want. Oh my God. I should, you know what I should just do is take my, my prescribed Adderall. Adderall yeah, every yeah, day. yeah. Take extra. You won't eat at all. You want to fast? Take two Adderall. You'll never eat. Well, when you guys see me twitching and plucking my hair out, you'll know I'm finally taking my prescribed meds. Uh. Um, okay, so he's fucking crazy. He wants to know where Hagrid is. He's like, Hermie! Yeah, he sees Hermione and he's where like, Hagrid! <laughs> <laughs> I've got to not do that. Yeah, you have to not do that. Number one, I'm right next to you. Number two, we get it. You can do voices. You're good. Just that one. Just that one. Um, It's just so fun. But the centaurs are like, what the fuck? And they start firing arrows at Grop. Yeah. So Grop is like, no, 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 no. Because, I mean, arrows to Grop, they're like toothpicks. Yeah. So he's like starts grabbing centaurs and like throwing them. And Harry and Hermione are like, we we need to beat feet. Yeah. They fucking bolt. They're like, this is our one chance. Let's go for it. They run out. Harry's scar is throbbing. And he's, of course, going, you know, he already had this vision about Sirius and the, now a scar's hurting. And By the like, way, I was thinking about Harry's scar and how it hurts because it, it it's alerting you to danger. I feel like it's the same thing when we have period cramps. It's like alerting us to the fact that we about to bleed. Yeah, and yet somehow I still never pick up on that. I go, what is this pain? Oh, yeah, you're just, I'm miserable. This must be the the disease Yeah, I just go, taking I, my body I over. I guess this is just how I have to live for yeah. the rest of my life. And then my period comes, and I'm like, sweet, bloody relief. 
but you're always in pain. So it's really hard to tell. Just pile on. Mm-hmm. Life is painful, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, what are we going to do? We don't even have our wands. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of the trees, who should come running up? But don't it's Ronnie. Ronnie. Ron. Ron? Ronnie. Oh, I love calling him Ronnie. Ronnie. Ronnie and Gin. Ronnie and Gin. <laughs> like Gin, like the alcohol. Very Irish. Uh, Luna and Neville. They all come. So they somehow escaped from the fucking Inquisitor squad. Yeah, I mean, that was probably easy. Luna just annoyed the shit out of them. And apparently they spotted them going to the forest, followed them, and now... They're all just kind of like, all right, what's next? Like and they got they got their wands back. They got Hermione and Harry's wand. They're rearing to go, and Ginny, Luna, and Neville insist on accompanying Harry. Like he's like obviously like Ron and Hermione, but like the rest of you, like you, this has nothing to do with you. But like, no, yeah. we're fucking coming. And he's like, like, I gotta go get serious. It's yeah, I and, gotta go get my god daddy. And they're all like, it, you know, he's like, it isn't safe, but. Um, Luna is actually the one that comes up with an idea of how to get there because they're like, how are we even going to go? You can't flu powder. You can't just, there's no Hogwarts Express. And she's like, the Thestrals. <gasps> the Thestrals. And they're like, how will we get Thestrals? And she's like, it, don't worry, they're attracted to the smell of blood. They should show up at any moment because fucking Harry's bleeding or there's blood everywhere. Wait, is Harry bleeding? No, Harry was bleeding. It was just blood from the... Oh, blood from Grop. Gro- when Grop was dropping on dropping. them. He was gro- oh, yeah. There were Groplets. Groplets. <laughs> Gro- Groplets of blood. <laughs> so dumb. So, oh, it's so dumb. Since I they're covered in blood, the, the Thestrals start coming around. Eventually six get around them, and then... Harry's just like, all right, everybody pick one and get on. And most of them are like, we can't even see what we're getting on. Exactly. That's what takes us into uh, chapter t- chapter 34, by the way, the Department of Mysteries. Ron points that out. He's like, okay, how am I supposed to get on? Yeah. And they eventually figure it out, which is honestly impressive. But it's like, I don't think about, think of, I mean, obviously it's a book. I don't need to like call out the reality of it. But could you imagine being like, all right, hop on this horse. Like, you don't even know that what it is like yeah i can't get on a horse i can see (laughs) i can barely pull myself onto a bar stool you want me to climb on an invisible animal bye fuck you i'm out i'll stand guard here at the castle but i love how matter of fact luna it is she's like you just get on she just like side straddles it she's such a character oh yeah she was sitting side saddle oh yeah yeah and Mm. then these things they just tell them to go there because apparently we learn that thestrals have an amazing sense of direction. Yeah. Or we've learned that before and it was repeated, but they are bolting. Like this is the fastest Harry's ever flown. And that includes yeah. on his firebolt. I mean, imagine flying through something you can't see. Oh, the they, they're shitting. They're shitting in their fucking I would let, It would just be my body on empty air with just doo-doo flying at the back of me <laughs> as if it was like car exhaust. Just like <laughs> to the department of mysteries. <laughs> And then what, here's what I want to know. If I'm spraying shit out of the back of my ass, <laughs> does the shit cover the Thestral and now I can see the outline of the Thestral? Now is there like a You're like, oh good, I see the horse. Like, and you just start finger with the horse. The shape You're just of putting horse. it like it's a mask on the horse. You're like, oh good boy. The Thestral's like, stop wiping your shit on me. You're like, no, 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 no. It just gets me. I can see you now. It's helping. I'm I'm helping. You, know what it, you know what it reminds me of? Did you see my Hulk? mom in the psych ward? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hook, yeah, wait, I did see Hook. Do you remember Hook when the when the little kid is like, 
there you are, uh, Peter. There you are. When he's like pushing his face around because oh, yeah. he's Peter Pan's older, and then they he f- like moves his face around. That's what it reminds me of. Like, oh my god. Anyways, I don't. I just I watched l- Hook while I was much less innocent. No, just much. Just there poop. you are. There you are. Festral. Oh. Um, we have fun here. Okay, so they get to the ministry, and Harry tries to get a few of them to just like stay back, and we'll come get you. But they're all like, "No, we're fucking coming yeah. with you," which is nice. He has friends, but it's also they're like, all they're literally ride or dies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> possibly ride and die. We don't really know at this point. Shit's Ow, getting crazy. Oh, no, Did you just I just laughed so hard I hurt my back. Is this what getting old is? I mean, are you okay? Oh my God. Ow, I have a spasm in my back. She did that. I didn't touch her. I swear to God. It was just a shooting pain. Oh, fuck my back. Okay. So we know who's not coming to save us at the Department of Mysteries. Yeah, no, not me. I'm going to be like, listen, I'm at the chiropractor. You guys go in without me. I'm out. Okay. Um, So they, they all get in there. They walk into the Department of Mysteries. What's crazy is like, this place is fucking empty there doesn't it's like nighttime so people are clocked off but there's nobody around how did they even get in they went through the phone booth like i know but done. like but if nobody was there working then who who got them through well, it's an the o- operators there an automated system which is like really the, the fucking highest level of, gov- uh, yeah, yeah, government highest level of wizard government has security that's just like uh, uh you've reached you've reached this the is- self-service line of the department of mysteries like, come on in classic government workers mm-hmm. to be like what's a daisy but anyway they get down there he go they walk through the department of mysteries that he's obviously been seeing in his dream the whole time there's a circular wall of rooms uh that he's you know he's been seeing these doors but what we i don't think we did know before is that the the walls turn like the, the circle of the doors turns after they close the door. Yeah. So it's this big fucking like, what door is it? And Harry yeah, just you can't, you can't tell what door it is. By the way, we'll get to it. We'll get to it later. I was just going to say something that I thought was really smart that Hermione does, but which we'll get to in we'll just a second. To, yeah, yeah. So Harry randomly opens a door and there's just a jar, like bunch of jars full of softly glowing brains in it. He's like, not this one. They try another door. It's a larger than last room. It contains only one thing, which is a mysterious archway that isn't connected to any walls. It's just in the middle of the room. And this was in this sort of like, I pictured, I don't know how you pictured this, but like that archway was in sort of like, um, what felt like a little arena. Like they had to go downstairs toward it. Was that where you were? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah I, I was picturing that, that word. What is the an amphitheater? Yeah. An amphitheater. It's like a Roman amphitheater. Yeah. Where Paul spoke to the Ephesians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or whatever. That um, works for me. That sounds about right. He spoke to somebody who didn't exist. And there's just the guy this who didn't exist spoke to somebody else who didn't exist. Archway, yeah. And it's got like a tattered black veil on it. And it seemed uh that like seems to be blowing the wind, but there's not a breeze. And Harry starts moving toward this archway and he can hear voices beyond the veil. And he's like sort of almost a little bit entranced, like mm-hmm. walking toward it. And um he starts heading that way, and no one else can hear the voices except for him. And Luna Lovegood, uh, which so I don't know what that means because as we know, Thestrals you have to have seen death. Yeah, but we know that Neville can see Thestrals. Yeah, but Neville couldn't hear these voices. Yeah. So, so what is it about they, Luna and Harry? Are they both schizophrenics? We don't know. Um, Harry well, almost moves Luna through the archway. <laughs> He's like starting to walk through, but Hermione just grabs him and she's like, "No, we need to keep looking for Harry. I mean, for Harry, for Sirius." They go to another door, and I don't think it says in here. So we want, I want to touch on what you had said or what you were bringing up. Mm-hmm. Every time they go through a door, because they all look the same. Hermione had this smart idea yeah. to do a spell where she puts a red X over the doors. Yeah. Because what happens is every time they close a door, the room spins around again and you don't know which, which door is door, which. Which door, yeah. So you were right. That's, I mean, 
it's fucking classic Hermione to just be. She's so fucking smart. Super smart. I think she has slowly become of the of the threesome. She's my favorite. I mean, she. I mean, I love me a Harry Potter, but she is the most brilliant witch of her time. Yeah, and we all know that. Yeah. So, in the round doors again, they get to one. The, he tries another one. Harry tries another one. It's locked, and then Harry's like, "I'll use Sirius's knife," and he goes to use the knife that can unlock quote any door, and the knife melts <gasps> in the door. And Hermione's like, "No, we're not going to that door. No, yeah, that's a bad that. door." He tries another door. Finally, Harry recognizes the long corridor on the other side of the door. He's like, this is it. He's this like, is this is what it. I've been seeing. We got to go to that door right there. I don't end. know why he never saw the rotatey thing in his dreams then. I don't know. I think my assumption is that if he's seeing what Voldemort's seeing. Yeah, Voldemort Voldemort's already through was. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes to the, he's like, let's go to the end of the doorway. And it leads them into this giant room full of glass baubles, like just sort of like glass containers mm-hmm. with like, I'm picturing like misty crystal ball-y type things. I don't know. You know what I was almost picturing? I was almost picturing um in uh um Game of Thrones, that place where all the masks, the faces are. Oh I can't remember what that's called. But like I'm picturing like that sort of thing, just like towers of like in the in Game of Thrones, it was like towers of people's faces. That's so funny. Va- was- Valor Va- Valor, Mar- Mar- Valor Margulis. I can't Valor Margulis. Mar- Valor Margulis. I was picturing just like Pretty stock, uh, like grocery store shelves, but with, I have a very really limited very, imagination <laughs> with just glass things. You're on like, them. it's like am Pam, but we, why? I, why did I give not, you a southern accent? I'm like, it's maybe like, not grocery pa- store shelves, but like old school hardware, like wooden shelves. Yeah, yeah, maybe like library, like old vintagey library shelves. Yeah, or like in a weird hoarder's garage. You know what? It doesn't matter. The point you is. Get it. He's like, it's row 97. We need to go to row 97. That's the row he remembers from his dream. By the and way, I'm imagining like a Dewey Decimal System. I know. I was like, of these things, which we find out what they are. And it's like, this, what? how do they locate these when they do need them? Yeah. I don't know. But he like, he's peering around every row expecting to see Sirius somewhere, you know, dying on the floor or whatever. Uh, he gets all the way to 97. And even there, no sign of Sirius. No sign of any struggle. It's just sort of this empty room. And then someone notices one of the glowing spheres on a table on, on the shelves has Harry's name on it. It's like covered in dust. Like it hadn't been touched for years. Much like Nicole's pussy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just very, very dusty, very dingy, but looks like it has a story to tell. It, you know, like, you blow on it. And then it's me. <laughs> There's it's Dobby. It's McClitt. Um, And the label says SPT to APD. WBD and then underneath Dark Lord and question mark in parenthesis Harry Potter. So Harry's like taking this off the shelf and like slowly looking at it. He's looking at my pussy. So he pulls it down. It's in his hand and pulls then we, my pussy. Looks at it. Then we hear a voice. It's me coming. It's also her coming. <laughs> Harry made me come. A voice from behind him say, "Very good, Potter. Now turn around, nice and slowly, and give." That to me. By the way, that was so suspenseful. You are good at that. Thank you. Speaking of suspense, we're going to take a quick break. Bye. Shit's getting crazy. We'll be right back. All right, we're back, and shit is getting crazy. So that voice... Well, chapter 35. Well, yes. Chapter 35. Chapter 35, Beyond the Veil. Uh, of course, I see Beyond the Veil, and I'm like, uh-oh, are we going to go back to that veil thing? Oh, where the archway yeah. was. So you were immediately thinking. I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't, why, why, what? 
What is beyond the veil? Uh, we knew it. I obviously I knew it was important because Harry was drawn to it and Harry could hear it. Nobody else could. And that's always means it's an important thing. I thought it was going to uh, just immediately switch to an episode of say yes to the dress. Yeah. Uh, it's and it's just background. Hermione and Harry getting married. That's not true. It's Hermione and Ginny. Yeah. Because we're progressive, unlike the author of this book. Um, all right. So he turns around after that voice and we see that the voice belongs to none other than Lucius Malfoy. That cock-sucking, motherfucking son of a bitch. By the way, I called that. I, th- I thought it was Lucius Malfoy. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you. Did I cheat? No, I'm just really no. good at this. Okay. Because I remember the description saying it was a drawing voice. Was it the way the voice was described? Or was it my killer impression? <laughs> I, you know what? I'll be honest. I'll the be honest. It was, it was a little of both. Oh, really? I was just kidding about me. You know, no, no, you- I always think of, when they say drawing, I think of Mal... Draco Malfoy, but I guess they have drawing the same. to me is just like the whole like mm-hmm. yeah, like a weird mushroom nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss mushrooms. So they all discover they're outnumbered two to one with Death Eaters. So uh, and Malfoy says he wants Harry to hand him the prophecy. So now we know what is in that, Harry's yeah, hand. He, he, Harry's like, oh, cool. Now I, now I know what it is. Ah, uh-huh. well, go fuck yourself now. Um, yeah, yeah. Harry's like, uh, yeah, right. Nah, bitch. And Harry's like, I came here to get serious. And there's a woman standing to the left of Malfoy. Bellatrix Lestrange. She's finally the second. The, the second I found out she was there, I was like, oh, Neville is hot. Neville's hot. He's oh, going to come fuck. in fucking swinging on the Bellatrix. Can we just call her Trixie? Can Trixie? that be her nick- nickname? Good. Trixie. Trixie Lestrange. Trixie Bellatrixie. She fucking laughs in Harry's face for thinking Sirius is there. She's like, that was a dream, you fucking Ugh, idiot. It that, wasn't I feel true. like she's high. She, the way she laughs is like a high person laughing too much. I mean, yeah, no, she's like very cackly, very witchy. She's like, oh, did you think that Sirius was going to be in your boo boo boo? She did, as our producer points out, full on baby voice like my boyfriend and I do too often. It's dog voice. You guys really do speak to each other. And by the way, sometimes I'll be like, if I'm doing laundry there, I'll hear you guys like, in here. The thing is, is that like we don't, it's not like I see him, like, I'm not into like babyish thing it's just like we have these dog voices and then we can't stop doing them yeah i know either way it's gross i can admit that it's, it's a fun bit it's a fun bit though but then i'll have moments where i'm like oh i'm st- i can't stop doing the voice like <laughs> oh it's the voice it's disgusting anyway malfoy's like give me the prophecy um and that sort of offers harry's like some leverage in yeah what's going on here you know he's like oh i have something they want what do you do when you have something people want you barter you get, and you yeah. try to get what you want. Yeah. And so he knows he's like, well, they're not going to just attack me because they clearly, this is very important. They don't want to risk. This it's is a glass something, ball. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we don't want to risk fucking breaking it. And he doesn't know how it works. He knows that there, it's a prophecy that the thing has a prophecy, but he doesn't understand how it works. He just knows that it's fragile. Exactly. And Bellatrix being the fucking cunt she is, she's like, well, maybe we'll just torture Ginny until you give it to us. And Harry says, if you touch any of my friends, if you so much as give a tiny nick of a cut. I will break this on the yeah, yeah, yeah. floor. And Harry dropped a really big dick on that one. He's like, suck my dick. And then he asks, why does Voldemort care so much about this prophecy? Bellatrix tells Harry to shut the fuck up. How? Oh, oh yeah. Cause he says Voldemort's name. And she yeah, goes, she's like, don't you say his name. And he's like, who gives a fuck Voldemort? Yeah. And she's like, how dare you speak? Oh my God. You know what that reminds me of? Do you remember the princess bride when she's like, Humperdinck, Humperdinck. 
Humperdinck. Oh God. Humperdinck, Humperdinck, Humperdinck. Don't say that name. I said never say that name. Humperdinck. <laughs> That's such a great movie. Yeah. Uh, take me back. I'm not a witch. I'm your wife. And after I heard you say that, I'm just not even sure I want to be that anymore. <laughs> Fuck. Um... Oh, so she's basically, how dare you speak his name? Because you're a fucking filthy half-blood. Um, and Harry's like, uh, I mean, you know that Voldemort's a half-blood too, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He hasn't been telling you guys he's pure-blooded, has he? Because it's very not. like, oh, this to me parallels Hitler. Uh, a thousand percent. Because it's like, was it? And everyone's like, Hitler was a Jew. Yeah. Hitler had to have been a Jew. No man is going to write a book called My Struggle that's 700 pages and not be a Jew. Listen to how bad it was for me. It was awful. It was and so I'm terrible. never going to shut up about it. Wah. All right. Woe is me. <laughs> how do you say woe is me in German? That should be the title. Anyway. Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> so she's like, Harry's like, you know, he's not a purebled. Bellatrix gets fucking pissed. She tries to stun Harry and Malfoy. Bellatrix reminds me of Trump Trumpers who are like, if you tell them the truth about Trump, if you're like, listen, Trump doesn't like you. They're like, I'll fucking shoot you. They're like, I love Trump. Trump loves us. No, Trump doesn't love. He doesn't give a shit. He wouldn't give you the shirt off his back if you were dying. Yeah. I mean, but people, you know, people get fucking kooky. So Malfoy steps in to stun it because it's like, bitch. What are you doing? It hits a shelf, by the way, and a ton of other prophecies fall off and shatter yeah. on the ground. So who knows what prophecies are now destroyed? I still don't really understand the prophecies. I don't understand. I was like, isn't there a record keeper who could just like listen yeah, to Yeah, yeah. Why'd you like, have to put it in fucking balls? Yeah, but I don't know. All, what happens when they break, by the way, is like ghostly figures rise up out of the balls and they like say start the saying prophecy prophecies. of like what's going to happen. Yeah. So observing this happen, Harry gets a fucking. Wow. So the future has already been told. I mean, just not us. The rest is not unwritten. It's in a glass ball. The rest is still unwritten. The rest ah. has already been written. Uh-huh. Harry gets a wild hair up his ass. Uh, that's oh, what, I love a wild hair in my ass. It's not true, but he gets an idea. I'm going to call the next time I get fucked in the ass. I'm going to be like, oh, give me that wild hair. Um, <laughs> but do you ever get a hair from your head? Somehow in your ass crack and you pull it out and it's a like thousand. Long, you're like, like oh, you're uh, like, oh, it feels so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, every single time. I can breathe. Anytime again. I wash my hair and the, the hair trickles down, I sometimes I'm like, I'll just leave it. I'll pull that out later. It'll feel delicious. Just something to bring me joy later. Just yeah, a little yeah. nugget. Because it's dusty down there and mm-hmm. mama needs some some yum yum time in the booty. I honestly just need any help feeling joy that I can. I just called it yum yum time in the booty. Of course you did. Yum yum time in the booty is Probably going to be one of your specials one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yummy, yum time in the booty. It sounds like that's what you'll call like your own brand of ramen someday. Yes. Oh, good call. Ramen that makes you poop. Yum, yum time is going to be the name of the restaurant that I open. Yum, yum time would be a great restaurant name. Yum, yum time. Mm-hmm. It's adorable. Yeah. Someone. And then in the booty is the back door. There'll be a sign over the back door that says in the booty. In the booty. I love it. Maybe you can only come in through the back door. Maybe it looks closed uh, down. Maybe you like can only come. Department of. Through the back like door. The, the Ministry of Magic looks like an empty facility. Uh-huh. And it just says yum yum time and it's all dusty. But then uh-huh. you go in a back door and there's a uh-huh. whole little speakeasy. And it's all blown out. <laughs> the, the, the wallpaper is just peeling. Uh, so Malfoy says something that catches Harry's attention. So apparently he brings up the fact that the reason Voldemort, um, the the reason for Voldemort's attack on Harry can be found inside that glass ball. So Harry's like, obviously this is a fucking big deal, right? Well, why? 
Anyways, keep going. Well, him saying that, Harry realizes, because we know that Bode and Sturgis Podmore have both been, you know, uh, either found here or arrested for coming here. And he realizes, oh, they were trying to get this glass ball, but they somehow failed. But only the person whose prophecy it is can touch it. Yeah, which seems weird because it's like this involves Voldemort too. So why couldn't Voldemort just touch it? But that's what, so Harry asks. He's like, why does he need Harry to get it? And Bellatrix, of course, laughs because she's psycho. a fucking psycho and she's like the dark lord walk into the ministry of magic when they're so sweetly ignoring his return the dark lord reveal himself to the auras when at the moment they're wasting their time on my dear cousin Sirius black who ministry of magic still thinks is a fucking at large convict. convict she's got a point she's got a point i hate saying that too but it's I hate like, admitting that that fucking cunt has a point. But also them going, him just walk in here. And it's like, well, all of you just yeah, walked in here. you guys came in. You're fucking escaped from Azkaban. Yeah. How the fuck did you, you get in Azkabanis. here? Yeah. Get these fucking Azkabanis out of here. <laughs> damn near. Redneck, redneck near, wizards. Damn near ruin it. Yeah. Oh, God. Redneck wizards. Them damn Azkabanis came on our property. Maybe we should write that. Redneck wizards. Redneck wizards. I mean, it would, oh, that would be really funny. I mean, imagine people like that, but with magical powers, actually kind of terrifying. Terrifying, actually. I feel like it could be a really funny series if we did it like Beverly Hillbilly style, where they're like innocently Mm -hmm. rednecks. Mm -hmm. Um, Innocently rednecks. um, Keep going. So apparently Harry has like devised a little bit of a plan that he's somehow spread to the other people. Because in the middle of talking back and forth with Bellatrix, he's kind of like stalling for time. Like, oh, why this? Why that? And then Harry suddenly shouts, now! And all of his friends just start shattering the glass balls around. How do they communicate that to each other? Oh, they were whispering. They, yeah. they whisper, they whisper communicated. Yeah, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. But it's also like goes to show you fucking Bellatrix. I Maybe could, shut your fucking mouth for five minutes. Also, I could never have been in that group. I'm so bad at being quiet. I'm not like, my whisper is still a l- scream. I know. We would all be dead if you, like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, imagine yeah. if you had to go into an annex and Frank had a whole diary, you'd have like three pages. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even have to. And it would just be like, I'm hot. When are we getting out of here? It would just be, oh, ah, (laughs) your struggle. What about my struggle? Oh, God, I love it. Um, I mean, I hate it. I I love it. You know, so glass is shattering everywhere. People run for the door. Somehow Harry, Hermione and Neville get separated from Ginny, Ron and Luna. Um, They are all fucking just sneaking through the Department of Mysteries trying to hide from the Death Eaters. And then fucking, it becomes a shootout. Like, Death Eaters are throwing Avada Kedavra's, the kids are throwing stunning spells left and right. This is gonna be, this is gonna be great in the movie. Great in the movie. Yeah, but it's also like, I I don't know, is this supposed to be, is it because they aren't, they haven't practiced the spell? Is it because to show that like, oh, we're good wizards, we're above killing people? People are throwing Avada Kedavra's at them and they're just fucking stupefying? yeah. Let me just delay fire, you're trying you to kill me again. Yeah. Fucking. I mean, you are allowed to use it if your life is being threatened, is it not? Are you not? I mean, I would think that that would be the fucking logic, but I mean, they're, they're throwing stunners. Neville hits a Death Eater. He also fucking hit Harry, but like, whatever. Oh, um, Neville. Hermione casts stupefying a Death Eater and he stumbles into... Oh, so there was this like weird large crystal ball that had something floating in it. Um... That they saw like, oh, an, was it an egg or something? Anyways, she hits one of the Death Eaters and he stumbles into this large crystal bell jar that's near the Hall of the Prophecy. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then it like lands on yeah. him. Well, he his head falls into the jar. Yeah. So and his funny. head starts to shrink rapidly until it's like the head of a baby. A, a Beetlejuice head. And then he like, it ages back to adult. And so in this thing, it's like rapidly going through all the cycles of Back and forth, back life. and forth. 
And so he's just going from like adulthood to baby, adulthood to baby. And by the time he gets his head off, he has the head of a baby on an adult's body. So he's like, and like the body's flailing around. So funny. Um, Then we see Antonin Dolohov, who's one of the Death Eaters who escaped Azkaban. He tears off his mask and reveals his face. Because it's like fucking... I mean, at this point... Because they're, they're kind of... A lot of them were in disguise. So now we go, okay, it's definitely you. Like, we could have all assumed. Yeah, this I mean, was we, we know who this Motley crew is. The Azkabanis, but... Um, <laughs> the Gabanis. He casts some spell on Hermione that's like purple and it knocks her the fuck out, which is... So Hermione, Hermione is out now. Yeah, she's she's, like, she's out of play. We're down one. Yeah. And Dolohov promises that if Harry gives him the prophecy, he'll let them go free. Neville, who's bleeding from a clearly broken no- nose... Because oh. he got his fucking nose broken. Of course, Neville. He's like, whatever you do, Harry, don't give it to him. Like, he's like, his nose will not stop bleeding. He's a fucking disaster. But he's like, don't do it, Harry. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Harry cast Petrificus Totalis, which is the binding spell on mm-hmm. Dolohov. So he gets all fucking tied up. Oh, I can't wait to see this. Fucking stupid Dolohov. So Neville and Harry have to check on Hermione. She's still alive, but they have to pick up her body. And Neville's carrying her as Harry's like keeping his wand at the ready. So they're basically like weakened at burning, weakened at burning Hermione. Hermione. Neville's fucking holding his nose with his other arm. Fucking Harry's got his wand out. It's insane. And they're like, we've got to find our friends. They come to a door. It springs open. Three people come through it. It's Jenny, Ron, and Luna. Jenny has a broken ankle. Shit's been going fucking crazy. And there is something so wrong with Ron. He's like giggling and oh, kind yeah. of like babbling. Ron, what did Ron get hit with? I don't, we don't know, but he's got like dark liquid coming out of the corner of his mouth and he's like, ah, uh-huh, isn't that funny, Harry? Isn't that, like, he's like, he's on, he's on drugs. Yeah, he's like, not well. He he's did whippets. Way off. Yeah, he seems white girl wasted. White girl, mm-hmm, like, totally. just absolutely, he's fucking, you know what this girl is, Harry's uh, loony love good. Like, He's laughing like he does seem very like drunk. Yeah. Sloppy. But it it's also like, well, who cast that spell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What fucking loser of the Death Eaters he, is the, like that's the root that was the roofie of spells. Yeah, it's like grow up and kill somebody, you fucking cowards. So they're all fucking like carrying each other out, just fucking Hermione is getting shuffled, Ginny's getting shuffled, and they're, you know, trying to exit, but then fucking in comes Bellatrix Lestrange. Ugh, Bella fucking tricks. And they try to bolt to the door behind them and seal it, but five Death Eaters manage to, like, barrel through it. They knock out Luna. Ron will not stop giggling. They're in that that room full of brains. Uh Uh-huh, the brain room. And he's like, honest, Harry, the brains. Look, Osseo brain. And he, like, Osseo brains the brain to him and the brain like releases tentacles that attack Ron and like he can't like Harry tries to help but he can't get the tentacles to I feel, yeah I feel like uh, it turned into like an octopus yeah it fucking it octopusied to his face and Ron's like I don't like this at all uh, so Ron I is maybe Ron. gonna die Ron's giggling and Ron's, Ron's an idiot I mean they're not safe they're still not safe Harry's like okay I gotta do something so he's like I, I'm gonna hold this Prophecy above my head to be like, I've got it. Basically like a neener, neener, neener. Neener, neener, neener. Fuck off. And you run run out of the room. So he's like, hey, Death Eater's over here. And then he like runs through a door, falls down a staircase into a stone pit. Thankfully still has, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, probably still intact. And they're back in the archway room. Mm -hmm. And then the Death Eater's kind of like circle in around him. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, Malfoy's like, it's it's all over now. You know, Mm -hmm. just sort of like the jig is up give us the prophecy. Mm-hmm. And then in comes 
Neville behind Harry trying to like save the day. And of course, Bellatrix Lestrange realizing who he is. This is like Neville Longbottom. Why? I had the pleasure of meeting your parents, boy. Oh, I hate her. And then Bellatrix casts Crucio, mm-hmm. the spell that the made spell his that, parents it, go insane uh-huh. on Neville in order to make Harry hand over the prophecy. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, the jig is pretty yeah, much Yeah, this is it. This feel this felt like the end to me. I thought they were going to get it. Because, I mean, we know yeah, Harry, yeah, Harry's I, not going to let his friend... Yeah, yeah, at this point, I was like, this is, this is the end of something. Yeah. And just then, who should come barreling into the room? Oh, daddy's home! The motherfucking Order of the Phoenix, bitch! We, we here! We got Lupin, we got Sirius, we got Moody, we got Tonks, and Kingsley motherfucking Shacklebolt, bitch! Harry uh, crawls over, so it's just uh, fucking like, boom, boom, spells everywhere. Oh, just th- throwing ropes of loads of spells. Yes, just just blasting spells. Blasting spells just loads and loads, loads of spells. Just hot loads of just, spells just in everybody's face. God daddy just, just, just fucking God daddy <laughs> dropping a load on someone's chest. Just boop. Just spell cockies, you know? Spell cockies. And I don't know, that was stupid. Harry like crawls over to Neville, who spell cockies has stopped being tortured because as we some of you may know or remember with the crucial, I think we figured this out uh, maybe in book four. It has, you have to, you're like, hold, you, you have, have to hold, hold it. to the person. Yeah. So if you stop holding. And obviously Bellatrix had to fucking do some shuffling. Mm-hmm. So Harry crawls over to Neville trying to stay out of the way of the spells. They're ducking and shit. McNair, a death eater, tackles Harry and demands that he give up a prophecy. And then Neville stuns the shit out of McNair like a fucking boss. Boss! Suck everyone's dick, McNair. McNair, oh, by the way, if you McNair, don't remember... just get on your knees and let everybody just jam their dick in your face. He was the executioner who was yeah. supposed to kill Buckbeak. Buckbeak. He's just the fucking... He's a bad he's a person. He's a henchman. He's a he's fucking the, loser. He's a low-level loser. He's the worst. And fucking... All of a sudden, in comes Dolohov. He sees, like... Harry sees Dolohov going toward Neville. Dolohov casts a spell. Taranta Legra. Which to me just means fucking tarantula legs. Yeah, tarantula Neville legs. Neville has no control over his legs. So he's just fucking twitching legs. Neville's all loosey-legged. Harry manages to cast a shield spell before stunning Dolohov. So he's about to get stunned, but he fucking boop. Blocks it. Sirius shouts at Harry from across the room in the midst of a battle. You know, he's like, Harry, get Neville, take the prophecy. Get the fuck out run. of here. Get the fuck out of here. And Harry was like, no. Well, I mean, he didn't say no. Yeah, but, but in he, Harry's heart, he's like, but I understand. But God, I'm, Daddy, I'm, a, I'm Harry Potter. <sighs> so Harry pulls Neville's arm over his shoulder. He, Neville cannot get his footing. And he's like trying to help him out. Malfoy gets to them before they can leave. And then Harry drops the prophecy. Bye. Holy fuck. Tootie prof. But Harry casts impedimenta on Malfoy and Neville catches the prophecy we're so close almost before it shatters neville's really coming in with the last minute yeah. fucking boss moves neville swoops he swoops he's there but then the spell that harry had tried to cast on mouth uh maybe, no maybe it wasn't that one a random spell hits a stone bench behind them fucking flex deflects hits yeah. nav oh they're hiding they're hiding behind something it shatters fucking chaos ensues and then the prophecy does actually fall and yeah break. and then the prophecy blows its load yeah 
It's just no one's there to get no one's there to get the load on it on them. And there's so much fighting and stuff going on. We see a ghostly figure come out. Mm -hmm. No one can hear what it's saying because it's so fucking. There's so many. It's like Charlie Brown's mom. Yeah, it's just too. It's like trying to whisper a secret in a war zone. Like you're not gonna hear it. So this is just fucking gone. And then, I, I mean, everyone's just like everything's fucked. This is pandemonium, by the way. This whole chapter, this whole sequence of events, I'm just like, whoa, one thing to the next. The fuck is going on? Yeah, like nonstop fucking action. And then Neville points up toward the exit door and he goes, double door. Because his nose is fucked up, Mm -hmm. not because he's, I don't know, toxic that normally. But then all of a sudden, Dumbledore's there. And Harry's like, thank God, we're all going to be okay. We're all saved. And only one pair is still fighting. There's only one pair of people. Still fighting. Hmm. It's Bellatrix Lestrange and her cousin, God Daddy, Sirius Black. Sirius is literally in the middle of laughing at Bellatrix as he dodges her spell, but then she casts a second spell and it hits him right in the center of the chest. Hmm. And Sirius falls backwards right through that archway and disappears. And then Harry, obviously, holy shit, bolts to the archway. He's about to, like, run through it, and Lupin grabs Harry to hold him back. He's like, no, he's gone. Yeah, he's like, there's nothing to do. There's nothing you can do. He's gone. That was real sad for me. Yeah. How were you feeling at the end of this chapter? What were you thinking? Were you like, it's done, or... Maybe there will, maybe there's I mean, a I knew obviously because I knew he was going to die at some point. Yeah, that was spoiled. If we haven't, we didn't, I think we tried to not let you guys know that was spoiled. We told the patrons, somebody spoiled that for her. We, he, she didn't know when, she didn't know how. But were you thinking, oh, this must be it? Or were yeah. you like, maybe he'll. I was like, this is probably it. This, that archway is weird. Cause what it leaves. I, I still don't know what that archway was. Well, what it leaves me wondering is, did she kill him with a spell? Or was falling into the archway what actually did it? Yeah. Like... I don't know. And we never find out, right? As far as I know no, we so don't. far... No. no, In this book, there's not no. a, a clear explanation. I'm sure we'll get an explanation. Although maybe point. I'm wrong and maybe it was the spell Avada Kedavra. I think it was just a spell. Yeah, it was just a spell. Because they would have said it was... If it was Avada Kedavra. They would have said it was green. If it was That's Avada true. Kedavra. Um, but anyway... That is kind of where this chapter ends on a, a bit of a low note. And we have three more chapters or this episode, excuse me, three more chapters. So we'll have one more episode about the order of the Phoenix. Um, before we get out of here, uh, I want to give a couple of social media shout outs to some people um, at dot five ran on Twitter. We shared on IG, but we also retweeted an incredible drawing of Hermione, the greatest witch of her age. It shows uh, her through her, like from a little witch all up to giving like a speech at as valedictorian. It was, it's a really cool thing. Uh, Luis Bonilla um, at A Wandering Jedi uh, suggested that we all take a group field trip to Scotland and we highly agree. We think that should be done. And shout out to our uh, patron, Ellie, who sent us some really cool fan art she dug up, which um, we can't share all of it because some of it is some fucking erotic fan fiction fan art. Uh, So, um, you know, there's some Malfoy Harry Dong action, which is pretty sweet, to be honest. Uh, By the way, thank you at BigHeartJohnK71. One of our patrons, John, for sending an endless supply of owl videos. We love them. Uh, you are like 
the highlight of searching Instagram is which um, fun owl video has John tagged us in today. Also, I just want to say a general thank you to uh, so many of our fans um, for reaching out and being so nice when I was home in Michigan with my family. Yeah. Um, Means a lot. You guys are great. And we always appreciate you. And Nicole appreciates you now more than ever. Before we, we wrap up, we have some exciting news. Very exciting news. A couple exciting newsies. But first of all, um, something crazy happened. Crazy happened. Jessica Michelle took a picture of me on my toilet with my feet up on my squatty potty because that is the only way I shit. Because it's the only way you should shit because it helps you shit better. Yeah, it's, it's shitting ergonomically. And Squatty Potty loved it so much. We're going to be doing some social media content for them. So... Ho- leash it literally literally it's dream guys this is a dream partnership could you think of anybody better than jessica michelle and myself to take shit pics look we're gonna be doing some fun videos some fun pictures all on our individual social media so yeah. make sure you follow nicole and you follow me because we're gonna be putting them on twitter instagram facebook mm-hmm. um and we got some fun stuff coming yeah, and for you they're literally gonna give us cool shit to give you guys not actual cool shit to give you guys cool shit literally could be something they give away it's just like a cool pile of poop like just room temp room temp poop i don't think that's quite our audience yet but we're still trying to attract them um you know what our brand is expanding every single day we will at some point be doing a giveaway by the way of really cool squatty potty a get your shit together basket yeah uh to for the holidays so you have all the essentials for when your family comes and bombards your home yeah Um, or you bombard their home absolutely you can bring it with you we've got a lot of cool to go stuff we're going to be showing you so just keep an eye there and keep an eye out on amazon because their big prime day sale for the poo rhyme day if you will rhyme for amazon for squatty potty excuse me is on the 14th so they'll be doing a huge lightning deal and if you miss that you can also use the code filthy 20 yeah. At squattypotty.com yeah. and get 20% off. They gave us a code. Yeah. You guys go get a squatty potty. I'm telling you, you'll never shit the same again. It's the best thing that's ever happened to my asshole. Yeah. And it's been happening in my asshole for a while. And I got to tell you guys, my asshole is in tip top shape. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's a lie. You know and we all know it. Yeah. 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 Her but asshole's been wrecked like a ship at sea. Uh, truly a <laughs> ship in the in the uh aegean sea <laughs> i don't know why i think the aegean sea is probably a pretty calm sea but yeah i'm trying to think of a really this is atlantic sea. ocean during hurricane season yeah 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 yeah. this is atlantic ocean deep blue sea no no no. you know what this is pacific this is pacific ocean off the coast of alaska oh my god in the this, winter yeah this is deadliest catch. This seas. is deadliest catch, asshole. So that's exciting. Some other exciting things coming up. We're we're doing a bit of a palate cleanser between this and the Half Blood Prince, which of course Harry Potter fans know is the next book in the Harry Potter series. We will be starting this week watching The Bachelorette. Oh, we're getting nerdy with some basic bitch shit. Yeah. Speaking of basic bitch, uh, one of the hosts of Basic Witches will be joining us, Leah Knauer. Uh magical lady yes and she's a co-host she is an absolute fan just like obsessed hard fan and she wants to do this because her boyfriend wants her to do this because he does not want to hear about yeah so if you haven't picked up on where this podcast is going it's basically we we're losing our nerdginity left and right so the whole cusp is you know that feeling when you mention a movie you love and then your friend goes i've never seen it just that like 
I gotta show you this. Yeah, movie. I gotta show you. You got I have to curate this experience for you. You're gonna fucking love it. So either one of us will be doing that for each other or we're bringing on someone to do it for both of us or for one of us if, if someone has to step out, which will be the case when we do the Halloween episodes, which are also coming up with the incredible Samantha Hale. She's an amazing comedian. She's, she had a number one album, I'm Only Happy When It's Raining Men. So we're going to learn all about The Bachelorette. We're going to do brackets. We don't know what that means. Yeah, we're it, we're doing a fantasy draft. A fantasy draft. Really quick. But not a fantasy draft. We're do, No, no, no. It, it's different. Fantasy draft is just in the bracket. Bracket was like who we think is going to win. Yeah, this is like uh, March Madness. So we already know the teams. Neither one of us. I mean, we might have picked up an episode here and there. Of Let's the Bachelor, really quick Bachelorette. chat about what. So people know how novice we are. What the fuck we think The Bachelorette is like. I it's I think you know you know how there's that stereotype of when you're on a reality show people are like I'm not here to make friends yeah like, <laughs> I think the bachelorette or the bachelor which I which one are we watching bachelorette the bachelor so it's one woman and like a bunch of men are competing a bunch of men vying for her love which already suspicious to me what's wrong with these men Maybe yeah do what's that. wrong with, I mean come on good for her I mean this, this is every woman should be doing this just in daily life. Yeah, yeah, in daily life. I mean that's what I'm doing right now. I just it's I have a gauntlet that men are going through online. Oh yeah, it's online just me. It's an just, online it's, gauntlet. It's an online gauntlet. It's just me bombarding them with weird shit and whoever can stand it. I'm gauntlet like, number 3. Words with friends while I FaceTime my asshole. You're never going to let that go. I try to FaceTime my pussy to a guy once by accident. Yeah, and he's like, "Why are you FaceTiming me the counter of Jerry's Deli?" <laughs> <laughs> So, that is so accurate. I mean, is it because you. I'm Jewish or is it because it's roast beef? It's or roast both? beef, 100%. Jewish roast beef. Oh, this As is not this is not the kind of roast beef you want. want. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm hungry. Me too. We need to Do hurry up to so order get, food. I mean, genuinely, yes. Um, okay, so there's probably going to be some fucking asshole personalities. We know that. I'm thinking at least Three or four people with a drinking problem. That seems like a... Three or four. Minimum. Minimum. And that's if they were conservative. I say three and four. Three or four don't have a drinking yeah, problem. Ma- three out of every four people probably have a drinking problem. <laughs> There's going to be some sex acts. At least one recovered addict. Someone's getting fingered. Yeah. Somebody... I mean- She's getting fingered in, by someone in a hot tub. I assume. in a hot tub, and then there's like a thing with roses, and I don't understand. I understand. I understand that like that's the gesture that they use. You get to, to stay, get rid of you, or you yeah, get. A, oh, you get to. Or yeah, you, you get, get to, to leave. You no, know, no, you get to stay. If you get a rose, you get to stay, and if you don't get a rose, you go by. So weird. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not sure. Is it a single elimination? Is she hand out one rose? I, I don't know. There's definitely going to be one guy who's like the poor guy who's like, yeah, I might not have money, but I'll, I could show you love and drop this dick. I mean, yeah, there's going to be, yeah, one guy who's like a waiter. Yeah, one guy who's, who's just super like, hot. One, one guy who rolls in with like a heavy personality. Yeah, there's going to be one guy with like long hair who's a hippie, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, a thousand percent. There's going to be one guy who's like a kayak instructor. There's going to be uh, my friend, Garen Flowers. Yeah. Who is a professor of journalism at USC. Previously, newscaster, amazing guy. Also, my date to one of my uh, sorority formals. What if he wins? I mean, what if your friend wins it all? I mean, how rude is that going to be if you put him in the brackets as losing? My problem is that I'll probably put him as winning because I'm biased toward him. Yeah. And then what if he, wait, who cares? But like, I hope he also, by the way, I'm like, what if he wins? What are we going to get hooked up with? Oh, I don't know. Or do you just go, I win love. Yeah. Ew, gross. I want money. Yeah. And love. And I wonder how many of these work out. We'll talk about all this, especially in the first episode. We'll get some rundown of 
some of the typical themes, what we can expect to see uh, past history. Uh, you know, is, is someone a repeat? Are we going to see a, one of the guys who's failed on another episode or what are we going to see? So that'll be fun. And then to touch back really quickly on Samantha Hale, you know, Nicole is going to be out of town and I have never seen any fucking scary movie in my life. And just so you know. Even if I was in town, I have zero desire to see scary movies. They're just not my thing. Okay, me neither, but I'm embracing it as part of the show. All right, well, fine. Eventually, you're going to try to show me some garbage. Like, oh my God, you've never seen this documentary on toenails? I can't, but we have, and I'll Why suck it up. Why would I ever show you a documentary on toenails because when I can just show you my toenails? Ugh, because it needs to be a piece of culture. And unfortunately, you're not that famous yet. What? Step it up on your Nonsense. other podcast. Nonsense. Yeah. You need to get to a level where your other podcast is having you sell your toenails and then we can talk. Oh. And also if any of them want to buy my toenails. Oh, yeah. Because like, it is filthy and disgusting. But I, my toenails are also available. Anyways, we could go on and on. The point is keep an eye on our social media. Use Filthy 20 to get 20% off your Squatty Potty or Squatty Potty products. They also have... Uh, Putanicals, which you'll learn about in one of our videos, I'm sure. You guys, they have this thing that you can put on toilet paper to make toilet paper wet. They have a foaming spray. So it spray. becomes a wet wipe. And and they have it in travel size, and you can fucking attach to your keychain. Anyway. That's th- wild it's that you would have insane. that on your keychain. And this... What got, if somebody this saw isn't your an ad. We're giving like, them they're too like, much. You take, yeah, I, they, yeah. By the way, this is like... They found us. This is just us getting excited for the shit we're doing on social media. Yeah. Literally. They found us the and they were, were like, doing. you guys are our brand. And we were like, we couldn't agree more. Yeah. We're literally shitting ourselves for this opportunity. Mm-hmm. So anyways, that's all happening there. Stay tuned for some fun bachelorette and Halloween shit. Um, we will be doing live um, watch alongs for the patrons of the Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. So by the time this episode's out, we won't have recorded yet because it'll be upcoming this Friday. So if you want to be part of that, patreon.com slash two filthy nerds. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we're out. Look forward to the last episode on order of the Phoenix. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. This has been a two filthy nerds production. <laughs>